Welcome to the Keto Lifestyle Podcast hosted by nutritional coach Jessica Tai, where we are dedicated to promoting health and overall well-being through nutrition, specifically the ketogenic diet. We will provide you with all the latest science in nutrition, interviews with experts in the health and wellness field, and answer all your burning questions so you can find optimal health. This podcast is not intended to be used as medical advice and is to be used for informational purposes only. Please contact your doctor with any and all medical questions. Now here's Jeff. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Keto Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 71. This is your host, Jessica Tai. I'm so happy to be with here with you guys again this week. Super exciting, so much going on. Oh my goodness, this past week was crazy. <laughs> so we are closing in on the final two weeks before the Keto at the Cabin VIP retreat that is going on here January 25th through the 27th. This Friday, so four days from today, is the last day to register for the event. We have a few spots left, um, so it's like push time, it's crunch time for me. I'm trying to get everything uh, that I can uh, get set. I'm trying to get things set now, and then of course, after I find out um, for sure, got the final head count on Friday, then next week will be all about running around and getting everything set up for everyone to arrive. So it's going to be a busy next couple of weeks, but I'm super excited about it, and I'm sure most of you have heard by now uh, through social media, but we have a absolute amazing star-studded lineup of speakers here for you this coming weekend. Um, for those of you who've already bought your tickets, you are probably patting yourselves on the back right now and thinking what an amazing decision that was for you to make. <laughs> um, because I just announced uh, yesterday, actually, um, because I just found out after talking to Jimmy and Christine this past weekend, but uh, Jimmy Moore as, and his beautiful wife, Christine Moore, are going to come up and join us for the Keto at the Cabin retreat. So I'm so excited about that. I just cannot believe that they're going to do it. Um, you know, Jimmy and Christine are friends. I met them through uh, this whole uh, keto world um, a couple of years ago now, I guess, and uh, went for the first time uh, on the keto or the, I'm sorry, low carb cruise last year as a speaker invited by Jimmy. And um, that was so much fun. And then um, was re-invited to go back again this year, which I'm so happy to be doing that and can't wait. And um, so anyway, uh, Jimmy is just wants to come join us for the weekend and Christine and, and uh, just make this a truly once in a lifetime you know, one of a kind type retreat. We're keeping the numbers very, very small. Um, I want this to be, feel um, very personal, intimate, one-on-one, -on -one, you know, a lot of face-to-face -face time with our speakers, which are gonna be Jimmy and Christine Moore and Robert Sykes and Crystal Love. And Robert is the uh, podcast host of uh, Keto Savage podcast. And then um, my friend, Molly Hunter of Hunter Health and Wellness, who is also a nutritional therapist practitioner and she will be on hand to give um, functional evaluations and face-to-face one-on-one -face, uh, -on -one meetings if you would like to have a private session with her and she will have special pricing for that if you'd like to add that to your weekend uh, retreat it'd be well worth it and um, you can
can continue to meet with her if you would like um, afterwards uh, online. She is happy to continue uh, working with you as a client after the keto weekend if you're interested in doing that. Um, but she will be here. And then, of course, um, moi, uh, myself, me, I will be here, <laughs> Jessica Tai, um, also a nutritional therapy practitioner. So um, it is quite an exciting lineup. Um, I am just just stoked. I mean, really, um, I'm not really sure what to expect, uh, because it's going to be epic. So, <laughs> so I'm just, uh, kind of bracing myself for how much just awesome this weekend is this, uh, keto retreat weekend is going to be. So, um, on today's uh, podcast episode, um, I'm going to touch on, I want to talk about detox, uh, detoxification. It's definitely a buzzword right now. We are in the beginning of the year. You know, this is January. What are we at? Like, I don't even know what the date is today. It's like the 11th or 12th or something. Oh my gosh, it's the 15th. Wow. Yeah, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm behind as usual. Um, so yeah, so you know we're mid January now. People you know start talking about detoxification and cleansing and doing all of that type of thing. Um, at the first of the year, it becomes a very popular subject, and it definitely is right now. I've seen a lot of misinformation out there. Um, I just kind of cringe whenever I see someone promoting a juice a juice cleanse or, uh, you know, a, a juice detox or, hey, we're going to drink this fruit juice and reset for the beginning of the year. I'm like, ah, um, I just cringe when I see that stuff. So um, I've had people write in asking about uh, what I would recommend for detoxifications and cleanses and whatnot. Um, sometimes they'll send me links to uh, kind of these MLM um, companies that you know, so-and-so suggested that they do this cleanse or this program or whatever, and they want to know my opinion. Um, so if you don't want to listen any further, I'll just go ahead and tell you my opinion is don't do it. Don't do it. Just walk away. <laughs> so if you want to continue to listen, then I will explain why I say that and uh, kind of really give you the down low on the word detoxification. Um, but I, then after I kind of give a, a brief detox uh, talk here, um, I have a guest to share with you today, um, a brief interview today on today's podcast. And that interview is with Molly Hunter, NTP, Hunter Health and Wellness, uh, who will be here at the Keto at the Cabin weekend um, at the end of this month. So I wanted to just kind of introduce her to my listeners. Um, she has been on the podcast before um, in a group setting. So I thought it would be really great to uh, kind of call attention out to her and let you know, um, you know, kind of who's going to be here and what she's going to be doing. And then if you're not able to be at the Keto at the Cabin weekend, um, either because you're just not able to come or you um, weren't able to get a spot, then um, you still have her information. And if you like what you hear, you can always reach out to her if you're interested. Um, she is really the real deal. Um, she's a smart girl, knows what she's doing. Um, just really can't say enough good things about her. She's awesome. So before we get into that, though, I do want to talk a little bit about detoxification. So when you hear the word detoxification, um, for a lot of people, it can bring up a lot of different um, thoughts or emotions or feelings about it. One of the things that often people um, associate with detoxification is a cleansing type Thing. Like they will think about um, drinking juice, some kind of a juice or taking some kind of pills or 
um, drinking some some apple cider vinegar water, lemon water, you know, whatever. There's all these different concoctions um, that you hear out there. And so, you know, a lot of times that's what is associated with the word. But um, really, detoxification is actually something that your body does 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. It never takes a break from it, is constantly doing it. Um, we have several organs and systems in the body that assist us with detoxification. Um, but one that we often think of when we think of detoxification, and one of the over 500, this organ does over 500 processes in our body. And one of those major processes that it does um, is detoxification, and that is our liver. So um, our liver is like our, you know, Know, super organ and just really does so much for us. Um, and detoxification is very high on that list of amazing things that it does. And the good news is, is that you don't have to drink uh, a juice or some type of crazy concoction, um, like lemon, pepper, cayenne water, whatever. <laughs> um, and you don't have to take some kind of pill or anything like that, uh, for your liver to do its job at detoxification. Um, it is doing that job all the time, regardless of what you are eating or drinking. Now, there are things that we can eat or drink, um, like nutrients, uh, things that are rich in certain vitamins and minerals that we can take um, that will, and even amino acids and whatnot, that will help us, will help our liver and assist it in detoxification. And um, so our liver, let me just start by kind of telling or just saying that our liver has two detox pathways, okay? So we have a phase one detoxification and a phase two detoxification. And um, those, the two pathways, the two phases are, they're different. Um, Sometimes people can do the phase one detoxification and things work great and everything's super and then they get to phase two and it's blocked. They, they're not able to um, do that phase properly. They're not able to, you know, it's, they kind of limp along at it. Um, other times people are okay with the phase two part of detoxification, but phase one part can really be um, kind of at a standstill. They can be missing components to really help them get that phase um, one detoxification moving. So phase one detoxification is also uh, recognized or also referred to as oxidation. Um, so it's an oxidation phase. And during that phase, we need vitamins B2, which is riboflavin, and B3, which is niacin. We need magnesium, and we need an enzyme that our adrenals make um, called cytochrome P450. So I know that's a lot of information that you probably don't really care that much about. Um, and that's fine. You don't have to care that much about it. <laughs> um, but you just need to make sure that you are helping your body to get these things that it needs. So, you know, we hear a lot of stuff about magnesium, right? Like you hear, gosh, you're, you need magnesium, magnesium, magnesium. And we are magnesium deficient as a whole um, in America. And that is true. Um, as a whole, we are magnesium deficient. There's a lot of reasons for that. Um, but we're not going to get into all those right now. We're just going to concentrate on uh, magnesium is very important to that phase one or oxidation um, phase of our liver's detox. So um, we need that. Vitamins B2 and B3, again, um, very important as far as uh, the detoxification process goes. Um, there are 
lots and lots and lots of people that uh, are deficient in B vitamins. And one of the interesting things about B vitamins is they are water-soluble vitamins, so they cannot be stored. We don't store B vitamins. So if you're not getting the B vitamins that you need every single day, through your nutrition, then your phase one detoxification is going to be altered. It's not going to be able to function the way it should be functioning because you have to have those B vitamins in order um, to help that process along. So during the process, the oxidation process, um, our liver takes toxins and it transforms them. So it's kind of transforming them into just other substances that are less toxic and it does this through the oxidation process and reduction and hydrolysis so <clears throat> what that means is that it will take these it'll transform them and then the byproduct of that transformation is free radicals so we all have heard the free radicals buzzword and then start you know shaking in our boots like oh no you know the free radicals and they're a serious deal because if we have those free radicals that um that basically build up, then it can cause damage. It can cause a lot of damage to our liver and that's a bad place to be. So this is where other vitamins like vitamin C and vitamin E come in and those help to neutralize the, and kind of mitigate the effects of these free radicals. So already in phase one, I've mentioned several vitamins that we need and some minerals that we need and that we need our adrenals to be um, functioning well because they need to be able to provide this cytochrome P450 to make sure that this phase one um, of detoxification is functioning properly. <clears throat> so notice I haven't mentioned anything about juice or pill or cleanse yet. <laughs> so um, that's not part of this equation here, okay? So these are all things that your body is doing with what the nutrition that you're feeding it. So then we move to phase two detoxification. So in phase two, this is what they call conjugation. The phase two part of this is when your liver is going to take these toxins that often were turned into even more harmful substances than what they came from because now you've added this oxygen molecule, we've got this oxidative, um, you know, uh, damage here to these, um, to these molecules, these substances. So now through phase two detoxification, our body is going to get rid of these and eliminate these. But it has required more required nutrients now that are needed for phase two, and they're different than what was needed in phase one. So now we're on to phase two. We need amino, amino acids, which amino acids are the substrates of protein. This is what our body breaks down um, from protein. So these amino acids that are required for this step are glutamine, glycine, taurine, and cysteine. So we need those four amino acids in order to properly get through the phase two detoxification. In addition to those amino acids, we also need sulfurated um, phytochemicals like what is found in cruciferous veggies like Brussels sprouts and broccoli and cauliflower and um, things like garlic and onions. Um, so those are the things that we need. Then once it gets through, once it has all of the building blocks it needs for that, we are able to complete step two detoxification. And then that is turned into waste products. And then our body, those waste products are now water soluble. So what our body does with those is now it's going to eliminate them um, through our bowels. 
or through our kidneys in the case of urine. Um, we also have other systems in our bodies that are responsible for helping with this detoxification process that our liver is kind of spearheading. So um, our liver will take these substances that um, you know that are in our blood and it is cleaning our blood of these toxins and then moving them through these other channels um, to help our bodies eliminate them through this phase one and phase two detoxification. In addition to that, our body also has other systems like the cardiovascular system, the respiratory system, the skin, which our skin is actually our largest detox organ and um, our lymphatic system. You've heard of our of your lymph. And I have talked before on this podcast um, several times about dry brushing and how important dry brushing is for um, lymphatic health and for helping your body to kind of um, get those toxins moving out through your lymph system. So since we're on the subject um, of lymph, let's just go ahead and talk about the lymphatic system. So we have lymph nodes, which most of us um, are familiar with lymph nodes, if for no other reason than when you become sick, um, often you will get swollen lymph nodes, which a lot of us will notice the the lymph nodes that are in our neck. Um, Those are the ones that our doctor will um, touch, you know, they'll, they'll feel those when they, when we come into the office and we say, we're not feeling good or whatever, your doctor will uh, touch kind of under your jawline, um, on your neck on either side. And what they're feeling for is your lymph nodes. Um, so your lymph nodes, you have them in your neck. There's some in your, um, mammary or your breast area. Um, there are also some in your groin area. And then you have Uh, lymph nodes right behind your knees, interestingly enough. (laughs) Um, So what they do is these filter toxins and any kind of foreign invader um, that that your lymph system is brought to them. So these lymph nodes are kind of like the, um, they're like the filters in the system. So once they get filtered, then this um, fluid gets returned to the bloodstream through what's called a thoracic duct, duct, sorry, (laughs) not a duct, not quack quack, duct like (laughs) D-U-C-T. So it gets um, then filtered through that, which is in your chest. So the lymphatic system doesn't have a pump. So our cardiovascular system, um, you know, our heart, um, blood pumping, we know that um, we have a pump there and that is what pulls um, and pushes the blood through the cardiovascular system. But with our lymphatic system, it does not. So it goes through very slowly. And this is one of the reasons why dry brushing can be so beneficial. Uh, Because when we dry brush, that helps us to stimulate that lymph system and get things moving. Another way that you can stimulate your lymph system is through exercise. So when we exercise, um, that also will help get it moving. And you've heard of, um, perhaps you've heard of rebounding. Um, this is just a fancy way to say like jumping. So you could do you know, jump on a trampoline or they have these little rebounders, which, um, you know, are like these, the, these, um, small, like, uh, personal size, little trampoline that you can stand on and, and jump up and down. And the reason you do that <clears throat> is it really helps to drain the lymphatic fluid. So um, that just kind of helps us to be able to get those toxins out and to push that fluid through those lymph nodes to get those toxins and foreign invaders um, filtered out. 
Um, so we also just briefly touched on the cardiovascular system. So we know that the cardiovascular system um, is moving our blood through our bodies, and that helps um, helps just to aid in the detoxification um, and just support of our immune system and all of that. And of course, that gets filtered through our liver, um, which again is back to phase one and phase two that we just talked about. Um, we also have the urinary system, which we talked about that. Um, briefly with, you know, once we get through that phase two detoxification, then um, that can be sent through our kidneys and then we urinate that out. Um, digestive system, again, we talked about that. Um, the other one that we touched on is skin. And that is, again, your body's largest detoxification organ. So um, of course we know most of us think of skin and detox and we think of sweating and um, that is good because that's how we remove toxins <laughs> through our skin. So um, that's one of the reasons that um, I am such a big proponent of infrared saunas. Um, it's not just the sweating that infrared saunas do, although, however, that is an amazing benefit of them, but there are so many other benefits that, um, that infrared saunas can do as far as um, on a cellular level inside your body. Um, but of course, while they're working on all of these other things, they are, depending on whether it's a near, a mid, or a far infrared, or maybe you have the entire spectrum, um, they're able to work on other things that are so super beneficial to to you and your overall health, but they obviously will create um, the sweat from your sweat glands and your skin, and that is helping you to release these toxins. So it's super important if you do a sauna session, whether it's an infrared sauna or whatever it is, that after you're done sweating, that you go and rinse off, wash off your body. Because if you don't and you just leave that sweat sit on your skin, um, and the same is true for exercising, um, if you just leave that sit on your skin, then your skin is going to reabsorb all of that stuff that it just got rid of. So it's important to kind of help your body get rid of that um, so that you're not reabsorbing all of that. Okay, so um, that kind of is um, everything in a nutshell. I mean, in, in, a, there's, in a way, we also will detox. We can detox through our um, lungs as well. We can detoxify by breathing deeply and, um, you know, we have oxygen circulating completely through our bodies and through our systems and then we're able to exhale that through our lungs and we do have an, a, a certain amount of moisture that will come out um, in our exhales or in our breaths and of course our immune system uses our lungs as um, part of its defense and how we are able to um, get rid of uh, foreign invaders and stuff through coughing and um, that type of that type of thing. So um, there's lots of different ways that we could look at many different systems in our bodies, but that's what we're going to, that's kind of what we're going to set on right now. Those are the ways that I'm going to go over. So, um, so there's a lot of different ways that we can help support the body in doing these. Um, but what I want to talk about before I talk about that is why detoxing with juices is such a bad idea. Um, because you hear people talk about it and it just sounds great. And they say, hey, you know, who's going to do the seven day challenge with me? We're going to do this juice cleanse or this, you know, whatever. And either they're talking about doing it that's what you do for seven days is you drink juices. I have so been there. I have done those cleanses. Um, brutal. 
<laughs> um, you can do it. You can get through it. Trust me. But um, now that I do water only fast and I see the difference in the way that you feel doing just water versus drinking the juices and now knowing what I know about nutrition and our bodies and just the way that, that we work, it makes total sense. But um, when back in the day, when I used to buy into all of these juice cleanses and, and whatnot, um, I just couldn't figure out why I felt so run down and why I could like barely function. And after drinking juice all day long, like you would think that would be way better than just water because at least you're getting some calories. You're at least you're getting some substance, right? Um, the problem is, is it's just all wrong. Um, what you're giving your body is wrong and you're giving it to it in, in these massive doses of sugar. Um, so anyway, um, or sometimes they'll do these cleanses where you'll have this specific drink or juice or whatever in the morning and you just drink that in the morning and then, um, you know, maybe they'll have you have one other meal later in the day, like a, a dinner or something. And it's not that that's inherently bad. Um, it's just that typically what you're cleansing with or what you're detoxing with, um, is not good. Uh, so most of the time, um, you're going to be drinking something that contains fruit and probably has a massive amount of fruit um, because most people are not going to just grab a celery, kale, and cucumber juice and suck it down. Um, we live in a society where everybody wants everything super sweet and yummy. And if you've ever had a celery, kale, and cucumber juice, <laughs> then you know that it is very far from super sweet and yummy. Um, and it's not something that most people are just going to down. But if you could just down that, that would be great. There's really nothing wrong with that. That is a great nutrition to be taking in. But truth is, is you're probably going to be drinking something that someone has told you, um, either through a company or some, you know, health guru, um, I'm doing that in air quotes, that's telling you that you need to do this juice cleanse to um, reset your body and help your body cleanse. And so they explain it to you um, as, you know, this is good for you. And you're thinking, well, yeah, I mean, what could be bad? Fruits and veggies, right? I mean, that's like the best things that I can be eating. But what we kind of forget or what we don't realize is that when we are drinking juices and when you're drinking fruit juice like think about the amount of fruit if you've ever done this you know what I'm talking about that you have to juice in order to make a fruit juice to drink so I used to do this all the time I had my Jack LaLanne um, juicer and I would juice juice I would juice stuff every single day and I did do a veggie and fruit mix but definitely had way more fruit in it than I would personally be able to have eaten and it was definitely way more sugar it was a sugar bomb um, even though I had veggies lots of veggies in it which was good um, I was just bombing my body with sugar and um, so think about when you're making these fruit juices, you know, you may take, um, if you make a glass of orange juice, you're going to take like, what, four, five, six, seven oranges and juice those to make a, a small glass of orange juice. So think about that. Could you sit down and eat four, five, six, seven oranges? No way. No way you couldn't eat that. 
I mean, nobody's going to sit down and eat that much, but you could easily drink that much orange juice. So what that's telling you is the amount of sugar that you're taking in there and how you're just, it's not meant for you to be you're not meant to be eating that much food, or I'm sorry, that much fruit in one sitting. Um, I mean, at most, you probably eat a couple of oranges and then you'd be like, okay, I'm full. That's largely in part to the fact that when you eat a piece of fruit, you're getting two different types of fiber with that fruit as well. You're getting soluble and insoluble fiber. But when you juice a fruit, you are completely removing all of the insoluble fi fiber. So, and that is a very important part of the fruit that helps kind of slow down and mitigate that rush of, of fructose, which spikes your blood sugar, your blood glucose. So, um, so, so that's super important because if you're not only are you now eating probably two, three times the amount of the fruit that you would be if you were actually physically eating it versus juicing it. But now you've also taken away the one thing that helps slow the absorption of that fructose. So um, super important to think about. It's a big reason why these juicing and, and all that type of stuff is just nonsense. Um, of course, you will find people that'll tell you there's all kinds of studies out there that prove that juicing um, is cleansing your body and detoxing your body because uh, they've got studies that show that you lose all this weight. There's groups of people that have lost, um, just had drastic changes in their weight after doing these juice cleanses and, and whatnot. And that's probably true because number one, if all you do for three days, let's say, is juice and you're only taking in like a thousand, maybe 1200 calories a day of fruit juice, just just pretty much uh, sugar, you're just drinking sugar all day long, then you're probably gonna see some, some weight loss. Um, I mean, there's very few diets, quote unquote, that are gonna restrict your calorie intake that are not gonna cause you to see some kind of weight loss um, immediately. I mean, that's pretty much any of them. I mean, you could say that about any diet. Uh, so that's true. But the problem is when you're just looking at that, at this weight loss in the beginning and this, this you know, due to this calorie restriction and I mean, you're not eating any solid food. So you're gonna, the bloat's probably gonna go away a little bit. You're gonna lose some water. You're gonna be feeling lighter. You're gonna be like, man, this is amazing. See, it worked. I feel lighter. I feel better, you know, whatever. Um, you're probably gonna have some bowel movements that are could even potentially be more frequent than normal because you're just sucking down all these fruits and veggies and there's no digestion needed, guys. So that is just gonna go right through your digestive of tract and like it's got to go somewhere right so um you're gonna be getting rid of that pretty quickly um so you so yeah so they're and the same goes for smoothies um you know smoothies could be a little bit better than juicing perhaps because at least you have the insoluble fiber to slow down that absorption but you're still hitting your body with a major sugar bomb um i spent years having a smoothie every single day. And I mean a big smoothie. I would make it every day, fruits and veggies. Um, and oh my goodness, I just thinking back now um, on that and just kind of the metabolic damage that I did to myself when I truly believed I was doing something very good. Um, I had very good intentions. And and I believe that people that that talk about doing these cleanses and these juices, they have good intentions. I mean, they're not trying to tell you to do the wrong thing. It sounds in theory like it makes sense, but this is the difference between 
between ha- no, you know speaking with somebody that is an actual nutrition expert, um, you know who who is actually has training in nutrition in health and wellness versus talking to someone who um, you know is is a Google expert on nutrition or has you know they belong to um, you know. ABC one, two, three company that sells, you know, this product or that product. And so they go through their training. And of course, their training is going to teach them that whatever product is that they're, that they're selling is super healthy and good for you. And here's why. So they're going to give you all these amazing studies and information that backs up their product, whether or not it's true, um, doesn't matter. You can find studies and, and, and research to back pretty much anything that you want to back. But that doesn't mean that that's the way your body works. You you still can't make that line up. Um, so that's pretty much all um, we need to talk about as far as the juice cleanses. So some things that you can do to kind of help your body along. So we talked about having the, um, the proper, I mean, you need those proper amino acids. So you need to have good digestion and you need to be eating good proteins so that you have those amino acids available. We talked about the B vitamins, B2 and B3, riboflavin and niacin that are important that you have those. Um, we talked about, um, uh, magnesium. And so we've talked about all these components that you need for detoxification. We've talked about dry brushing. We've talked about um, sweating. We've talked about rebounding. We talked about exercise. Um, We talked kind of about all these different things and different processes. Oh, one thing I was going to mention, I've talked about on this podcast as well before, is oil pulling. Uh, We've talked about Um, how that helps to pull um, toxins and germs from your gums and um, actually from your bloodstream. So, um, and it can also help to pull them um, uh, from your tongue. So this this is another way that when we're sleeping, when we're breathing, we are actually eliminating toxins. If you see that you have um, like this coating on your tongue, um, great thing that I'm a proponent of is tongue scraping or tongue brushing. I like to do the scraping. It's a little, little more aggressive, um, and I like just kind of scraping it off there and getting it out of my mouth. But um, you can certainly use a toothbrush and do brushing as well if you want. Um, although I do not think it is quite exactly the same effect, but it will work. Um, but your tongue, you will um, through breathing. And we're talking about your respiratory system, you will expel toxins that way and they um, gather on your tongue. So um, that is a big reason you want to be able to scrape those off in the morning when you wake up is kind of get rid of that. It'll also help with bad breath. So if you have um, really bad breath in the morning, that's one thing that you can do to help eliminate that. Um, But oil pulling is another great thing. So oil pulling is um, I generally say 10 to 20 minutes, um, although I believe the doctor that actually invented oil pulling um, from Russia, I believe he was, um, he recommends like a 15 to 20 minutes. Um, So, you know, I just say do it as long as you can do it. Um, Work your way up to 15 or 20 minutes. If you can get it to there, obviously that is optimal. Um, But you can use sesame oil. You can use, um, I like to use coconut oil. So you want to use cold pressed um, coconut oil. And you just take a spoon of that, put it in your mouth and um, just start, you know, you'll have to chew the coconut oil for a second. And um, as it 
gets uh, liquidy, you just start swishing it around in your mouth and you are going to do it very vigorously. So um, you really have to work up to the longer time periods because it is a true workout for your jaw and your cheeks and your mouth. Um, I mean, you should be really, what I'll do is really vigorously swish for a few seconds, maybe like um, 10 to 30 seconds. And then I'll do 10 to 30 seconds a little bit, um, you know, slower and then I'll do the next 10 to 30 seconds really fast again it's like hit training for your mouth <laughs> so um but it's great it what helps to whiten your teeth especially if you use coconut oil which I love coconut oil for that um it is a natural teeth whitener so you can so if you're like me and you like to drink coffee and tea um it'll help to kind of uh, mitigate those coffee and tea stains and um, then it helps to detoxify through the oil pulling um, so that's another way that you can do it. Um, another thing you can do nutritionally is to eat things that help your body detox, help your liver detox. So there are um, foods that will kind of help uh, your liver and your gallbladder uh, to cleanse um, through the bile. And one of the, or a few of those are beets, um, radishes. Radishes are a great keto food. Um, if you've been following me on social media, you probably see how I, one of my favorite dishes right now that I've been making all through the holiday season and beyond is from the Real Food Keto book. And it's Christine Moore's recipe that she came up with while she was doing her um, uh, NTP training. So one of the things that we do during that program is experiment. We're supposed to experiment with different um, types of foods and come up with um, recipes or variations of different recipes. And so the uh, recipe that I just absolutely love of hers is this um, faux gratin potatoes and um, or faux potatoes au gratin. I forget what she calls it exactly, but um, but basically it's au gratin radishes. Um, but if you call it a dish au gratin radishes, people would be like, I'm not eating that. <laughs> um, but when you tell people it's au gratin potatoes or it's an au gratin dish, um, they just assume au gratin potatoes. And I'm telling you, they are absolutely amazing. It's the best au gratin anything I've ever had. Um, they're so good. And when people eat them, they think they're eating potatoes, these um, decon radishes is what she uses but um but anyway super super good so easy to use radishes I use radishes like your more typical radish um kind of the pink or red and white um radishes I'll use those in stews and um roasts and stuff like that because when you cook them when you roast them or put them in a stew or whatnot um they they look and taste uh have the texture of a potato so it's a really there's a little tip for you guys, really great um, thing to sub out. Um, artichokes are great, cabbage, broccoli, um, chlorella and spirulina and um, seaweed. Those are all like really super good um, foods for helping your liver to detox. Um, you can also help to protect your liver and cleanse your liver through different herbs like dandelion root, burdock, milk thistle. Um, even drinking green tea can help um, with kind of protecting your liver and helping to cleanse your liver. Um, vitamin C. So this is huge. So I have taken um, kind of high di dose vitamin C for a long time, um, which one of the reasons that I do that is I am a poor methylator. <laughs> so I found that out a few years ago. We will not get into the details of that right now. But um, one of the issues that I that, that causes is I do not produce glutathione uh, very well. And you need glutathione. It is a um, compound 
in our liver that helps to um, helps us to methylate or to get rid of toxins. Um, so vitamin C helps you to produce. It helps your body to produce glutathione. Glutathione is something that your body produces. Um, we give it the building blocks, and then it produces these, um, like vitamin C and um, N-acetylcysteine, things like that. Um, it uses to build glutathione. So um, vitamin C is a great way to help your uh, liver to be able to produce glutathione and then be able to help with your toxic load, basically. Um, drinking water, staying hydrated. So this is so super important for so many different things in your body, but, um, water being well hydrated helps your lymphatic system. It helps the lymphatic fluid, you to have enough lymphatic fluid, um, to then travel properly through the channels that it should be channeling or it should be flowing through and making sure that it is flowing through the filters of your lymph nodes. Um, it's also really good for your respiratory system and helping um, your detoxification and immune system through the respiratory system. Um, staying hydrated is super good at just uh, helping your body with elimination, elimination pathways and your um, detox, or I'm sorry, your digestive system. So um, the really good for that. We talked about sweating and a sauna is super good or sweating through working out. Dry brushing is super good. Um, talked about that. I just talked about the oil pulling. So those are all some things that you can do to help your body detoxify. Um, you do not have to take, again, any portion, any potions, juice cleanses, anything like that, that is out of the ordinary to help your or to cleanse your body. It's not necessary. Your body is made to do its own detoxification. But again, like I said, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, it's doing that on its own. Um, but definitely helping your body by providing it with those nutrients and those things that it needs um, can be very helpful. Um, sometimes we need help, especially in today's day and age, because we have all these toxins. And that is the final part of this. Um, one of the most important things that you can do is not only to assist your body in detoxing, but to um, try to eliminate as many of the toxins as you can. So I'm not going to get into all of those in this episode. Um, we're going to go too long. I've already gone a little bit longer than I wanted to go um, in this portion, but um, we have so many um, toxins and there are so many places that we can eliminate those like in our cleaning supplies at home and the water that we drink the water that we shower in um, you know all of those types of things so if we can kind of help eliminate the toxic load then we'll have less that we need to be detoxing and our bodies will need less and less help and we'll be able to do a better job on their own Okay, so now I would like to introduce to you my guests and a short interview I have here on today's episode with Molly Hunter, nutritional therapy practitioner. All right, so welcome to the Keto Lifestyle Podcast. Molly, how are you today? I'm well. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited to uh, be on your podcast today. Yay. I'm excited to have you on here. And just uh, to refresh the listener's memory, uh, you have actually, this is actually your second time. That's right. 
So this is your first time flying solo, however. Yeah. Um, so the last time that you all may have heard Molly on here, if you're listening and thinking, wait a minute, Molly Hunter, Molly Hunter, where do I know that name? Then you may know because, well, there's several reasons you may know, but through this podcast, you may know because she was on back in October of this year, we did um, a little kind of NTP retreat weekend here, and that is Nutritional Therapy Practitioners for you listeners, um, and Molly was one of my friends that attended that weekend um, because we met in our Nutritional Therapy Practitioner School. Yep. Yeah, so, so this is your official second time on. So um, just in case they didn't hear that episode, I know I had you introduce yourself then as well, but can you just kind of give the listeners a brief rundown of who you are and, and what you do? Absolutely. Uh, so my name, obviously, you've already said is Molly Hunter, and I am just outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I had the great opportunity to meet Jess through uh, our schooling through Nutritional Therapy Association to become NTPs, uh, which was such a great opportunity and such an enormous amount of knowledge that we acquired in <laughs> what felt like a whirlwind. Yes. Uh, and since then, I'm, I'm really happy to say that uh, I am now working with clients one-on-one. -on -one. I see people um, face-to-face, and I also work with people online. I've also become a uh, a licensed restart instructor. So that's a five week nutritional education class that I present in local yoga studios and uh, community centers. And I even teach uh, online and then in people's homes too. They host in their homes with friends and family. But I just love having the opportunity to work with people and try and help them find ways to have nutrition really support their lives and, uh, you know, focus in on what issues they might be having and see what we can do through nutrition and uh, lifestyle changes to really improve every day of their lives and their families' lives, which is so important. Yes, for sure. And I know that's important and near and dear to your heart because you are a mother as well. Absolutely. I've got two teenagers who don't always want to go along. <laughs> <laughs> don't always. Do they ever? <laughs> It's always such a win, you know, such a big win when one of them comes home and says, hey, can we have salmon tonight? Or are we going to do that thing that you made the other day? And it's, you know, fat bombs that I made for mm -hmm. after school one day. And it's just like, yes, like I'm having these moments of I'm, I'm, I'm getting through to them here little by little. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, the, just the, the little victories, right? You just have to take the little victories. Absolutely. Because really, they're not that little, I guess. You know, they add up. And uh, they're big, they're big life-changing things, really. So, yeah, we experienced the same thing in my house with, uh, with some teenagers. And, and um, that, man, it's really hard to get them dialed in because they have the freedom to go out and do what they want. <laughs> well, that's what makes it hard because they have jobs. Both my kids work locally and they, my son will walk to work and he'll come home and you know, he'll come home with a box of Pop-Tarts and my yes. heart. And I just think, no. But then I think, you know, he's 16. Like I have to realize that right. he has some money and I can't lay into him and give him grief about it. But what I can say is, how did you feel after you ate those? <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> Calling out the obvious. I like doing yes. that too. <laughs> Having those conversations. Yes. 
So um, you also, so, well, before I go to this, so I want to talk to you, there's so much I want to talk to you about, and I'm going to try to do it in a short amount of time. But um, what I also want to mention is for those um, kind of, kind of the reason I wanted to have you on this episode specifically was so we could talk a little bit about the upcoming Keto at the Cabin, uh, which we are now calling VIP Retreat. <laughs> so excited. Yes. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about that because you, my dear, are going to be here with us um, as a nutritional therapy practitioner. Yep. Um, and one of three of us that will be here, um, Christine Moore, will also be joining us, who is, of course, a fellow NTP and uh, her husband, Jimmy Moore, which I think everybody listening knows who Jimmy Moore is. Yes, um, so they will be joining us, which is super exciting. Robert Sykes from Keto Savage Podcast and his lovely fiance, uh, Crystal Love, will also be here um, talking to us about nutrition and fitness and all of that awesome stuff. Um, but as a nutritional therapy practitioner, um, being here that weekend, one of the awesome things that you are going to get to offer to the guests that are here are functional evaluations and one-on-one -on -one consultations with you live in the flesh, Molly Hunter from Hunter Health and Wellness right here at Keto at Cabin. <laughs> Absolutely. I can't wait. I can't either. So can you talk a little bit about um, functional evaluation and like somebody's listening and they're like, okay, great. She's going to do a functional evaluation. Why do I want that? Why do I need that? What is that? Absolutely. Um, so you made a great point. A lot of people have never heard of it before. And there's, you know, I think our knee jerk reaction as, you know, individuals is to kind of be nervous of things we've never heard of before. Like, what could that be? And the functional evaluation is such a cool tool that we as nutritional therapists have in our tool belt because it enables us to kind of dial into the innate intelligence of everybody that we work with in their bio-individual needs. Hmm. And the way that we actually do that is it's very simple. The client will lay on a massage table and then there are different points on the body that we actually palpate uh, with our hands and get a tenderness rating to, to discern if there's any soreness or tenderness there. And so many of these spots correlate to different organs, different systems within the body uh, that we can then assess based on those tenderness levels. Is there potentially uh, area for assistance in the body, whether it's nutritionally or supplements? Um, and I say supplements, we like to, in some instances, uh, recommend supplements because they can actually get you to a point where it supports your body a little bit faster sometimes than food does, but it's not always necessary. And it's, it's something that in most cases supplements are great and they, they get you there a little bit faster, but we can do so much with nutrition too. Mm -hmm. But the functional evaluation is one of my favorite areas of the work that we do. And honestly, it was one of the ones that I was the most sort of hesitant about when we first started our our program and, and learning because it was something that I'd never heard of before. So I think myself, I had sort of these, you know, thoughts of how does that work and what does that actually look like? And, and, but I can honestly say even during our class, when we were learning about it, I of course was doing the functional evaluation on all my friends and family. <laughs> of course. <laughs> 
just everybody I could get to come over and lay on my massage table, which was always a really interesting uh, request that you're making while you're in school. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But my mother was one of the ones that I remember really clearly working with her in the beginning and finding spots on her that were really, really tender. And then Uh, introducing to her just a couple of different like digestive supplements because some of the points on her that she found that to be tender were in uh, the for uh, the upper digestion so um, her so like her HCL point and uh, maybe enzyme point places like that exactly and I tried like just some digestive enzymes Mm -hmm. um, some hydrochloric acid um, our ours is the um the hydrozyme and the gastrozyme, mm-hmm. they're, uh, they're names that are with the, the line of supplements that we use, but they're basically digestive enzymes. And just having her put those supplements in her mouth for like 10 or 20 seconds and then retesting those spots, she had absolutely no tenderness whatsoever. And for me, when I was going through the learning process of how to do it, it was it was almost as exciting as I think it was for her. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for herself. And at that point she was like, you know, you'd been saying all these things and telling me all these things, but now that's, that's really amazing. Like that's when you actually see it, you know, happen right there in person. It's, it's such an exciting thing. And it's really cool to be able to work with people one-on-one and they, with their, like I said, the, the innate intelligence of their own bodies, mm they're able to really guide what what's needed for the next steps to help them feel the best that they can. Yes. And actually, before I, I went to comment on this, but before I do, I have to tell you that that was probably the most eloquently put way to describe functional evaluation that I have ever heard. Because <laughs> it's hard. That's it not is. To explain. Oh my gosh. I stumble over that still every time I meet with a client and try to explain it to them because it's like, you know what you know, and then trying to explain it to somebody's like, this makes no sense. <laughs> like, they look more confused than when they ask the question. <laughs> but then when you actually go through the process and the steps and it's so cool. I mean, yes. it's, it, it's just, it's the neatest thing to be able to discern, you know, through these small motions and through, you know, these 10 seconds of having a supplement, you know, under your tongue, like mm-hmm. you get to learn, you get to walk out of a room an hour later and be like, Oh my gosh, like I have tools to make myself feel better today. <laughs> yes. So what I love about this, there's so many things that I love about this, but, um, so in order, or what I love about being able to offer this for the keto at the cabin weekend is that, um, we will have time available that, um, people can sign up that are, you know, coming to the weekend that can sign up to meet with you and they can either do one-on-one consultations or they can do, um, functional evaluation or they can do both together. But the cool thing is, is they will be able to leave with that information. So like you were just talking about, um, the functional evaluation is so cool because, um, you can actually with just going on very little information, have somebody laying down on this table in front of you, go through, um, the entire FE and be able to tell them, you know, here are some things that you need to work on. And, and you had mentioned, or here are some areas that your body needs support. And you had mentioned, um, that we do, you know, as nutritional therapists, we do like to work, um, within the realm of nutrition when possible, um, because that's, 
you know, that's the best way to do it. That's the most natural way to do it. That's what we want. But sometimes supplementation um, maybe isn't completely necessary, but can really help them make changes much faster right. um, and, and make you know, just really like one instance that always comes to mind for me is in the in the case of stomach acid or, um, you know, low HCL. And so when somebody has that as a trigger point and we know that, OK, well, we need them to be producing more hydrochloric acid in order to, you know, be able to properly digest their food. But unfortunately, if you cannot properly digest your food, you're going to have the deficiencies that are going to continue to lend themselves to you having low hydrochloric acid production because you need zinc and you need B vitamins and you need all these things right. to produce the hydrochloric acid. But if you cannot break that food down because you don't have hydrochloric acid, then you can't make the hydrochloric acid. So it's like this vicious cycle. So, yeah. yeah. So that's one of, that's one of the ones that I like to um, kind of relate to clients when I'm working with them is just to explain that, you know, in, in every case that's possible, I'm going to give you nutritional alternatives or things that I would, you know, that is how I'm going to try to work with you on this. But there are some cases where I might be like, you know what, you know, if we if we supplemented with an HCL, like you had mentioned, like the gastrozyme or a hydrozyme or something like that, if we were able to supplement with that for a little while, then we could assist your body in really making sure that it's pulling all this nutrition out of your food, and then you're going to be able to start doing this on your own. Exactly. So it's it doesn't have to be a long term. Like, okay, here's your here's your supplement. You'll be on for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite thing is because I remember when my husband was. Uh, he was prescribed Prilosec mm -hmm. by his doctor, you know, a number of years ago. And it was pretty much, you know, something that he was told, this will probably always work. Mm -hmm. And I just remember thinking at the time, that's not what it says on the box. And that's yeah. so disturbing. Like, how can you say he's going to have to take, and I know there are certain medicines that we have to take, you know, depending on your circumstances, but that's what I love about nutritional therapy and the supplements, because in most cases, you know, not all, but in most cases, we want you to take these things to help make you feel better sooner and so that you can get off them sooner too. So it's not something that you have to feel like you're tethered to for, you know, a, a, a huge amount of time. Exactly. So I love that. I love that people will be able to meet with you. They'll really get a good understanding of their body and things that maybe need a little bit of assistance and things that they can concentrate on um, and help. And then they'll be able to leave with that information and go and, and tackle it. Or if they would like to continue to work with you after they leave the weekend at the cabin, you also have that option as well, right? Absolutely. I'm happy. And I love working with people online as well. Um, and that would be really cool because I would be able to meet the people one-on-one, -on -one, face to face, build that relationship, and then we could continue our relationship online going forward too. Yeah, and that's great. I I love that as well. That's such a, a rare thing to be able to do that. Yeah. And then to have, and then for a lot of people, really, um, for clients, working on one-on-one -on -one online is really kind of preferred. I feel like these days. I mean, everybody's busy, and they can just talk to you through Skype or FaceTime or a phone call or emails or you know whatever. And and a lot of people find that easier, and it's uh, not something that they have to take a lot of time out of their day. Um, but they're able to just you know still have the help and the assistance of a nutritional therapy practitioner. Yeah, it's so convenient. Mm -hmm. So um, also want to touch on a couple other things before I let you go. And one of those is, um, first of all, I have to say that being in class with you 
you know, I know we got to be in, a, in several groups together and when they broke us out into um, small groups. They get to be in your groups, your group several times. And um, I loved that because I have to say that you were one of the people throughout the entire um, time that we were in those in that class, um, which seems like a million years ago now. <laughs> um, but you were one of those people that I was just so impressed with. Like you... Aww. I mean, totally have your stuff together. You are like super whip smart. And <laughs> and I see that now, like even, even watching you kind of from a distance. I'm not stalking you, Molly, I promise. <laughs> but watching you from a distance um, on social media and whatnot, like you've got your stuff together. You're a go-getter. You know your stuff. And I love that. So, and just Thank to you. prove that I am right, you also now actually are a group leader in the Washington, D.C. class, correct? Yeah, I was super excited to have that opportunity. And I, um, I jumped at the chance when they asked. And uh, it's, it's been so fulfilling and so awesome. Such, such, uh, there's so many emotions because, you know, we just went through school mm -hmm. uh, last year, so it's still really new. So being able to still know exactly how nervous and <laughs> how, how much anxiety and just fear and especially myself, you know, I'm over 40. I've got older, you know, kids. My kids are teenagers and studying for me was was hard to fit that in with, you know, a part time job and a mm. family all these things and to now be able to go into the group leader position and to be able to see these people coming into the classrooms with the anxiety and the nerves. And, you know, there's so much information. It's, it's been such, uh, just a whirlwind of like so many good feelings and, and so many great opportunities to meet such wonderful people. Cause the people in this class are amazing. And mm. I'm just, I'm so thankful for this opportunity. Yes, they really are. And they are, they're very lucky to have you there for sure. And they, and, and you know, if anybody's listening, I, I know I get, people will reach out to me a lot asking about the NTA and, and, you know, what the NTP program and NTC program is like and kind of how they sign up and all that type of stuff. So if anybody is listening um, to this and you have information on that, please feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to send you all the links. I'm happy to talk to you about it. I mean, I have a lot of people that'll just reach out and say, can you just give me your honest opinion about what it was like? And yeah. I do, I'm honest about it. And, um, you know, it's not easy. And like you said, Molly, you know, I am, oh, I'm about to be over 40. <laughs> <laughs> I got a few weeks left of the, it happens fast. I know of the ripe old four O, but, um, <laughs> yeah, about to enter into the, the next, the next year, but, um, but it's, you know, it is hard, you know, it's a lot of work. I mean, it is definitely, um, very information rich. I mean, you are learning some very serious concepts. The, the program is a uh, very deep, very, um, good, comprehensive nutritional program. Um, and then, you know, you've got all your other responsibilities, like you said, kids and part-time job and, you know, you're doing all these other things. So it's a big, um, it's a big commitment. It's a big responsibility, but it is so, so worth it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's absolutely. I mean, one of the hardest things I've done definitely as a grown up, but one of the very best. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I do remember so much. I mean, I think that would be my favorite part about being a group leader would be, I remember like it was yesterday, the feelings, the overwhelming feelings of walking in there, like, 
what the heck have I just done? Like, I am not prepared for this. Like, I'm probably the dumbest person in the class. Like, I'm never going to get that. Like, you just, and everybody feels that way. I mean, everybody feels like this is just, you know, it's so super scary because, you know, we're all coming to this as adults and having already, you know, have a life established. Now we're like, oh, gee, you know what? I think I'll just um, decide to to just add this on because this will be great. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Take this on and pay for this torture. Exactly. And then you get in there and you're just like, oh my gosh, this is so, this is going to be so hard because you realize like how much information you really are learning. But Mm. I would love to be there with those people the first time they walk in there and just help them understand that it is super scary right now, (laughs) but you are going to get through this. You are going to feel amazing. And it's going to happen, but just, you know, just try not to freak out. (laughs) And it's so much great information. Like everything you learn is so directly applicable to life and to the things that are going on. And you can't help but like be so excited about the next thing you get to learn. And that sounds so nerdy. (laughs) Like, I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, we get to learn about blood sugar and I can't wait to figure out like what all this means and all. And it was just it was so exciting and mm. I'm so thankful to have had the experience and now to be able to just soak all this information in again, which is such a bonus, but yes. to also just kind of be there to be the reassurance and, you know, a, a, a warm <laughs> person and, you know, kind and sort of welcoming there for all of these new students who are going through the program again or for the first time. Yeah, for sure. And you are definitely, you definitely have the personality to do it. You are, you're strong. You're definitely the leader type personality, but you are definitely warm and easy to be around and get to know and talk to. So, um, so proud of you for doing that. I think it's awesome. The other uh, last thing I wanted to kind of touch on just so people kind of get a, a good round picture of who you are and want them to have a well-rounded view of this um, coming into this weekend too, and um, or not this weekend, but next weekend, is yep. um, that you are also a restart um, instructor, like you mentioned. Can you tell us a little bit about, I am as well, which is exciting, but you're doing much more with it than I am, I have to say right now. So um, tell everybody a little bit about restart and um, what got you interested in that. Okay, terrific. Restart, I think is just one of the coolest things uh, going for, in, in my opinion, because it's, and I think I mentioned before, it's a nutritional education program, but it's a five week long program. And I should have started by saying uh, one of our uh, own uh, nutritional therapy practitioners, she actually created and developed the program. Her name's Jenny Hall and kudos to her because what a terrific yes idea to like create this program that is it's basically a small group class we can generally do like three to ten people uh in a class setting and you meet for five weeks it's generally between an hour an hour and a half for each so like I have one starting this week on Thursday and we'll meet for the next five weeks except for the week after which because I'll be retreat, <laughs> <laughs> so we're moving that one to a Wednesday. But you meet, you know, generally the same night or the same day, and the first week is all about just talking about uh, sugar detox. Because what we do is we focus on a 21 day. There's a built-in 21 day sugar detox in the program, but that whole first week you don't start. You just kind of talk to the client or the participants about. What does that look like? What does it feel like? And how can you be set up for success to do that? Because a lot of people try these elimination diets and try to cut certain things out of their diets. And it's 
it's not easy, especially if you have a family or if you have kids or if you've never cooked before, it can be really trying. So what I like to do and work with my participants is really kind of help hold their hands and give them all the tools that they need to be successful at eliminating a lot of these things that they might have been really used to, a lot of packaged and processed foods and sugar. And then the sub- subsequent weeks, uh, the next week we talk all about digestion and we talk about, you know, how that affects, you know, your body and, and everything that's going on in your life. And then the next week we talk about blood sugar. And then uh, the fourth week we talk all about fats and the myths and the misinformation that's going on or with fats and that a lot of us, I think, have been you know, brought up to believe one thing and, and it's really a completely other thing. And so we spend a lot of time on fats, which is so helpful. And then the very last week, the fifth week, we talk all about how to take this knowledge and all this information and go forward in your life, like how to incorporate now all these new tools and all these new um, tips that you've learned. And now take this great feeling that you have after you've eliminated all of these, uh, you know, processed and not so great foods for you. How do you go back to, you know, living your life and incorporate the new skills and new habits in, in your life? So yeah. it's, it's a really sort of all encompassing, but it's the, the, the small group atmosphere is great because other people come to the class and they say, well, I had this win or I had this loss or, you know, like, yes, just get to share all these experiences, which is so huge. It is so huge. And actually, you know, I have to say that give credit to the restart program, um, that it is actually kind of what inspired me to do this keto with cabin weekend. Um, because I, it was the same idea behind having these, this small group because it works so well to have such a small group of people that people feel like they can share and, and they're not, you know, they're, they're, you know, that you kind of, you build these relationships with them, um, with each and with each other. And they feel like, you know what, I can say that and I'm in a safe place and it's okay because when it comes to nutrition and health, wellness, um, weight loss, any of that stuff, you know, people, it can be very, um, it can be very embarrassing. You know, people can feel like, you know, gosh, I, I don't want anybody to know that I, um, that I binge or that Mm -hmm. I, um, you know, that I'll go for periods of time that I just cannot control. I feel like I can't control what I'm eating. Like I just am out of control. And then, you know, other times I'm feeling great about it or this, or, you know, how do I, how are they doing what they're doing and how can, you know, somebody listening to somebody else, listening to a peer that is going through the same things that you're going through can be so, so helpful. And so I actually, that was the inspiration behind this keto at the cabin weekend, because I wanted to do a small event um, that was more of like, um, you know, kind of a, a face-to-face one-on-one type atmosphere where yes, you do have experts here that, um, are experts in nutrition, experts in the keto space, you know, all of that. Um, but also that you felt like you could really connect with the people that you're going to spend the weekend with, and that you would be able to really hopefully get a lot out of the weekend because there won't be that fear of sharing things or, you know, people judging you or those types of things. So I think that's so great. And I think it's so true because I think when it, when everything is boiled down, I think we, we all want to be heard. And I think there's so much therapeutic benefit when you are able to share what's going on with you and nutrition and digestion and and just how you're feeling physically and to do it in, in these small group opportunities where it's, 
you know, that's the focus. And that's why you're there is to, to, to have the conversations and to hear other people going through situations that are like yours is, mm-hmm. I think it's so healing and it's, it's so it great. Is. Your retreat is amazing. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it's less than two weeks away. This is just, yeah. oh, it's going to be so exciting. And I'm super excited to see you too. You. <laughs> I've seen you since October. <laughs> So this is just going to be great. So, you know what, um, before I let you go, uh, would you mind just kind of telling everyone, um, again, the name of your company and what you, um, how they can get a hold of you and ways they can follow you on social media if they'd like to reach out to you that way and all that fun stuff. Absolutely. And I would love for anybody to reach out to me at any time. Uh, I love just being able to talk to people and see if there's any way that, you know, I can help them feel better uh, through nutrition and lifestyle changes. But my name is Molly Hunter and my business is Hunter Health and Wellness. And I'm on both Facebook and Instagram. Uh, On Instagram, it's Hunter Health and Wellness. And same with Facebook, it's Hunter Health and Wellness. And I can also be reached at my email, which is Molly, M-O-L-L-Y, at Hunter Health and Wellness. Uh, so it's all pretty, pretty easy, easy to find. Yeah, but it is. <laughs> from anybody. That's awesome. All right, Molly. Well, thank you so much for taking this time and talking with us and sharing yourself with my listeners and can't wait to see you in a couple weeks. I can't wait either. And thank you again so much. This is just such a treat for me to be able to participate in your podcast. And I cannot wait until the retreat. I'm so excited. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Keto Lifestyle Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed what we shared with you today and are looking forward to the next episode.